Thank you for joining us for the Word and Spirit podcast. Let me remind you to check out the RGM website for news, updates, and free downloads. Now, let's go to Reverend Randall Greer. And then I went on this way for about two hours, and guess what happened at the end of two hours? Absolutely nothing. By this time, my mouth is double dry. I need three sips of water, and I'm still going. But I knew he said to confess the word. Now, I'm not saying it's going to take you this long, but I had so much doubt and unbelief that I had to blow that mess out of my head. You know what I mean? In order for this to get down the word of God to get in my spirit. So after about two and a half hours of confessing that word out loud to myself, I mean, just saying it over and over and over and over and over and over. After about two and a half hours, let me tell you what happened. Faith came. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith cometh by hearing. And faith came. I mean, I felt so good. I mean, I was going to sing that old song. I'll fly away, oh glory. Because I didn't think I needed no parole board. I mean, I felt good. I mean, I felt like it was working for me. Not that you got to feel it, but it feels good when you do feel it. Do you know what I mean? I felt like it was working. And I was going to spread my wings and sell over the fence and sing the song, I'll fly will glory but I seen a guard up there in the gun tower and he had an automatic carbine in his hand a rifle and I thought well he might not know this song you know what I mean <laughs> and if they don't know the song I'm in a heap of trouble I'd always went that way before I'd get tried to make my parole over the fence you know and that don't work so I'm standing there just filled with this faith but what do I do with it and I said God I said, I'm in faith. He said, I know. He said, Mark 11, 24, work for you if you'll obey it. I said, okay. I whipped my Bible out, you know. I basically knew what it meant, but I wanted to make sure that I get it in detail. It says in there, what things? So ever you desire when you pray to believe that you have, it means have received them right then. That's what it literally means in the Greek. And you shall have them. Believe that you have received them and you shall have them. I said, what are you talking about? He said, I want you to believe that you received your parole while you're standing right here in the prison yard. I said, Lord, I've never heard anybody doing this in prison. I'd read Brother Higgins' books about faith and got a hold of some of Norval Hayes' stuff and telling me I was squirrely and (laughs) crazy. (laughs) He's wild. But anyway, anyway, my mind was giving me trouble that I bowed up like old Benny Rooster and I began to crow out there on that prison yard. And I said, I believe that I received my parole. And by the eye of faith, I could see myself going outside that prison fence. I could see myself preaching the gospel around the world. I could see myself through the eye of faith. And I said, I believe that I received my parole. I knew my mom was going to the parole board the next uh, Tuesday. This is on a Friday. I'm praying to get them to reverse the decision. And I said, when mama goes to the pro board next Tuesday, they're going to reverse the decision, change your mind, and let me out of here. Thank God for it. I praise God. And I looked at the prison gate because I was reminded of a scripture prophesy according to proportion of faith. I looked at the prison gate that I was going to have to go out of, and I prophesied to it. I said, hear me, O ye gate. 
I said, I serve notice on you today, May the 31st, 1984, by this time, about you know, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I said, in the name of Jesus, you're going to open, and I'm going out of here preaching the gospel in Jesus' name. Do you hear me, gate? The reason a lot of people never walk through their gates because they never prophesy to it. Prophesy to your gate, and you can walk through it, and you can walk out of it in the name of Jesus. So I wanted to call Mama that night and tell her the good news. Good Pentecostal Mama, love her dearly. In fact, I talked to her on the way up here to this meeting. But I, I was talking to Mama. And so I, I called, uh, I got to sign up for the prison phone, you know. And I called Mama on the phone. And as soon as uh, they put me through, and the operator told them who I was. You had to call collect, you know. I said, Mama, Mama, Mama. I said, I heard from heaven today. And I said, I want to tell you. I said, I got my parole. She had one of them letters too. said, I'm getting out in the month of none. They sent her one. I said, they, and that's why she was going to the pro board the, the Tuesday. It's on a Friday. I'm talking to her Friday night, next Tuesday. I said, when you go to the pro board next Tuesday, I said, they're going to reverse the decision, change your mind, and I'm walking out of here on parole. I said, ain't you glad, Mama? Aren't you happy, Mama? We heard from heaven, Mama. She said, calm down, son. Calm down. Son, if it don't happen, you'll think God don't love you. Oh, and I don't want you to backslide. Oh, honey, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I said, Mama, I ain't got but one basket, <laughs> and it's Jesus, and it's the Word of God, and if this don't work, I'm in a heap of trouble. And she started telling me all the reasons that they said that I couldn't get out. She said, every time I said one thing good about you, she said, they said eight to ten things bad. Said the bad thing was all of them was true. <laughs> she said, I didn't have a case to present in your behalf, son, and it looks like you're never getting out. Well, I just immediately, I thought, what am I going to do? And I remembered somebody that I like a lot. Because I'd went in that phone booth as Faith Man, if you remember that or not. And my cape flying in the wind like Superman. And Mama was feeding me. What is that stuff they give Superman? Kryptonite. My mama was giving me kryptonite, bless her heart. She didn't mean to, but kryptonite over the phone line. And that was just making my cape wilt, wilt, you know, wilt away. And my big elf spiritually speaking, about faith was gone off my shirt. But I remembered somebody else I like a lot, and his name is Popeye the Sailor Man. He says, I done stands it till I can't stands it no more. And I knew he'd ate that spinach, and it would give him strength, and he'd beat up old Bruno, Bluto, whatever his name was, and knock him out yonder somewhere, and the birds would fly around his head, and have knots on him, and old Bruno, whatever his name, represented the devil. And so I had something more powerful in my pocket than Popeye ever thought about eating, and it was called the Word of God. So I just shut Mama down, and I tuned her out while she's still talking, telling me why it won't work, and I pulled them scriptures out. What it takes to get you in faith is what it takes to keep you in faith. And I started reading them scriptures out loud to myself, said, how did you do that? They said that men are gifted at tuning the women out. They did. That's what they say to us, you know. They don't never listen to me. They don't do this. They said men operate out of one side of the brain. Women operate out of the other side of the brain. And women say they ain't got no brain. I just tell you the truth about it. But let me take up for us men, ladies. I'm not belittling you none. But let me just take up for us men for just a moment if you'll allow me to. In the beginning, God made, yes, the human species. But he made the male species first. And his name was Adam or Adam. His name was Adam. And in the beginning, when Adam, the male species, was made, everything that God made was perfect. And Adam was perfect. 
But then God said we need a helpmate. And so he put Adam or Adam to sleep and he took part of his perfection out and we lost our perfection when woman was created by God and women, if we were still perfect, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> I got chapter and verse for it. It's in the Bible. My God, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be here. So you need to be more patient with us. Amen. Everything's going to be all right. So I just tuned mama out. Tuned her out. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it just tuned mama out. We lost our perfection in the garden, men. I'm telling you, we got an excuse. <laughs> it was in the garden, honey. It happened in the garden. It happened in the garden. But suddenly faith came. And I said, Mama, Mama, I said, my parole was changed today. When you went to that parole board, regardless of what you, they told you, I said, God's word said if it was changed. And I said, if it was not changed, I said, God's word is a lie. She said, that's heresy. That's heresy. You calling God's word a lie? I'll raise you better than that. I said, no, mama. I'm not calling God's word a lie. I'm saying let God's word be true and every man be a liar. I said, I'm standing on the word of God, mama. To make a long story shorter or longer. It was three months later. There's a lot of things that would happen in that process. I didn't hear one word. Mama didn't hear one word. But finally, three months later, in the fall of the year in August, Captain Felton Crumpton came out on the prison yard where I was at. It was probably... Five to six hundred, might have been eight hundred convicts out there. What they call the wreck yard, because it was a large prison. They let you go out at a certain time. <clears throat> and he's looking in groups of people like he's looking for somebody. He's the head of, captain of all the guards. And then he's about 25 yards away from me, you know, in his big field. And he's still looking for everybody. And people are wondering, what's he doing out here? Because he didn't normally do that. And about 25 yards away, it dawned on me. He's looking for me. I don't know how to tell you that I knew that I knew. I knew he was looking for me. And I kind of knew what he was telling me. My, heart, my head didn't want to believe it, but my heart did. I said, Captain Crumpton, his name was Captain Felton Crumpton. I said, Captain Crumpton, are you looking for me? He said, yes, I've been looking all the prison yard for you. He come running over there where I was at. He said, you're not going to believe it, son. I said, believe what, Captain? He said, you're not going to believe it. I said, believe what, Captain? Just tell me. He said, you're not going to believe it, son. I said, sir, they call me a believer. I said, just give me a shot at it. Just tell me. Just tell me what it is. He said, I don't understand it. He said, but your pro papers are up there on my desk. And he said, you're going home Monday morning. Woo! I praised God and shouted and danced. Uh, Moses parted the Red Sea. I parted the convicts. My God, I was dancing and shouting and praising God. Ladies and gentlemen, don't give up on faith. You can sit and idle along, and you know these things. You can idle along through life and never receive anything. But if you'll go after it by faith, you can always receive by faith from God. You're not making God do something that He don't want to do. He already wants to do it. 
He wants to make His Word be a reality in your life and He's already promised it to you. Jesus Christ died and shed His blood so you can have it. This is a covenant with humanity and God and it belongs to you and it belongs to me. And if we take this Word and act on it, it will come to pass in our lives. It belongs to you. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the holy written word of God. And we thank you for these truths that you've allowed us to see, to share, to understand tonight. And Father, we thank you for the Holy Ghost and your anointing that is here among us, that is here with us. And Lord, we're ready to believe you and stand upon your word because we know that it is true and it shall come to pass just like you said it would do. And Father, tonight I thank you for every person under the sound of my voice because I sense, Lord, they're ready to step into the arena of faith. If you're here tonight and you say, Brother Randy, I'm ready to set my faith. I'm ready to believe God for a miracle, whether it be spiritually, physically, materially, financially, educationally, it does not matter. You can receive a miracle tonight and I want to pray for you. If that's you, raise your hand boldly. Say, Brother Randy, that's me. I see hands going up here, hands over there, hands over here on the side over there. This is what I want you to do. If you raise your hands, open your eyes and look at me. And just stand to your feet. If you raise your hands, come on down to the front. Rest can stand to your feet if you'd like to. I know you've been sitting a while. I appreciate that. But just come on down. And line up shoulder to shoulder, side by side. And begin to meditate on the scriptures. Or a scripture that promises you what it is that you're coming here for tonight. That you're believing God for tonight. Whatever it may be. You don't have to know the whole Bible. But just begin to meditate on the scripture. But you've got to be a, a moment in time that you step over into what we call the arena of faith. Where you say, I believe that I receive. When I lay my hands on your head... I want us to count that as the moment that you step into the arena of faith. So when I lay my hands on your head, I want you to say this out of your mouth, believing it with your heart. You ain't got to say it loud enough for me to hear it or your neighbor to hear it, but you need to say it. You say, I believe that I receive, and then you say whatever it is. And you claim it, and you step into the arena of faith, and don't back up. Even though your head may begin to give you trouble, you just say praise God. And then once you start and enter into that realm of faith, every time you think about it from then on, this is what you do. You say thank God that it's done and it's mine, it's mine, and you praise Him for it. Father, in the name of Jesus, as I lay my hand upon each one of these people, Lord, we're going to step into that arena of faith in the name of Jesus and we thank you right now because we believe and she believes right now that she receives based upon your word. Lord, she decided that she's not just going to just float along any longer, but she is going to grab a hold to some of these things that she's believed even in times past, and she's going to step out, and she's going to receive because she believes in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grab a hold to it and declare that it's mine in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I believe that I receive in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what you're declaring right out of your spirit. Right in your heart, you're declaring, I believe that I receive in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. And you're stepping into that arena of faith, and you're saying, I believe that I receive. I believe that I receive, and it's mine, it's mine, it's mine right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you're declaring, I believe that I receive. 
You're declaring that it's mine in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you stepped into that arena of faith. And you're praising God for it in Jesus' name. You're declaring that I believe that I receive in the name of the Lord Jesus. And it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. Keep that in the arena of faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, she steps into that arena of faith. And she said, yes, I believe it, I receive it, and I know God's word is true, and I believe that I receive and it's mine in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes, you have seen and you have desired, and now you entered into that realm of faith, and you declare that it's mine, that it's mine, that it's mine. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this precious gentleman that's come, Lord, to trust and believe in you. Now, Lord, he says, I'm going to enter into that arena of faith. Oh, Lord, he's stepping into it right now, and he's believing that he receives. And I thank you, Lord, that his spirit is awakened, that it is alive, and the power and the anointing is flowing through him from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just raise our hands and thank God with these that have received. And Father, I invoke and I speak a very special blessing over every individual under the sound of my voice. And I thank you their lives will never be the same, but they've been changed by your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for the Word and Spirit podcast with Reverend Randall Greer. Join us next time when Reverend Greer brings us the Word of God. And remember, God is with us. Thank you.